Hello and welcome back to Deconstructing the Bible. My name is Jason Steffenhagen. I'm the Associate Minister at The Well, United Methodist Church in Rosemont, Minnesota. Today we are not going to reimagine a children's story. We're not going to reconstruct something. Today it is Ash Wednesday where we are reminded of our humanity, of our mortality, that from dust we have come, and to dust we shall return. And it's in that mortality, it's in that frailty, that we recognize how limited our life is, but also how we are called to make an impact even in the time that we have, the vapor of time that we have. On a day like today, when we are seeing news feed after news feed showing the devastation of war in Ukraine, story after story over the years of injustices done to people for the color of their skin, whether that be black men and women, whether that be people from Asian backgrounds or heritages, whether that be those trying to cross the United States southern border to provide a, hopefully, a better life for their family. We have seen so much tragedy that on a day like Ash Wednesday, it's a day to not only reflect on our own lives and our own mortality and our own need to face what will be a death that we hope leads to resurrection, but to look at the world around us and to see where pain and devastation and hurt lie and ask the question, what does it mean to be the follower of Christ in the midst of such overwhelming pain seemingly insurmountable obstacles towards justice and peace. And I think this leads us to pause. And Ash Wednesday leads us into a season of Lent where we fast and we pray and we go to work. We do action. The question is, what does fasting look like? What does fasting look like? Do we fast our worry that doesn't lead to any action and instead we recognize that when we have these concerns cross our feet or cross our minds that we then turn them to prayer maybe we fast certain forms of social media that are prone to misinformation and false news maybe we need to fast certain concerns like rising gas prices because those gas prices are not just rising because of some greedy corporation but they could also be rising because of the hardship and the loss of life of another country and the sanctions being levied against that country that is attacking is impacting global markets and impacting oil prices and they're impacting gas prices and so when you go to the pump and you want to be frustrated, maybe we fast an overly quick reaction to a 
frustration and an impact on our own financial situation, but we recognize that that impact may be because others are losing their life. And as we think about fasting, we also turn to prayer and we recognize the need to pray for our own well-being and health and our own call and desire to impact the world for God's kingdom, to impact our neighbor with love and generosity and charity. But we also pray for the hurts and the injustices that we see in our world. We pray for the systems of our world to be upended and to be renewed and to be re-examined so that they don't marginalize and oppress further what history has already done. And we pray for those who are unjustly caught in war and longing for peace when they didn't invite the war in their home and in their city and to the devastation of their community. In thinking about how to pray in this season, I found a prayer by the National Council of Churches, and I want to offer it today as we reflect on Ash Wednesday and as we think about the devastation in Ukraine. This is a prayer for today. Gracious and merciful God, we pray today for the Ukrainian people and ask for your intervention in this senseless war levied against them by Russia. We pray, O oh God, for protection and that there would be peace. We pray for restoration and renewed hope. We pray for the families, especially the children, living through the horrors of war and all the upheaval and tribulation it brings. We also pray for those protesting in Russia against these violent acts by their government. We ask that you would protect, cover, and keep these protesters as they put their bodies on the line in the name of what is just and righteous. We pray for the entire world community, including the leaders in our own country. Give them wisdom and ingenuity to respond in ways that ends this war and moves us all to a world where your peace abides. Hear the cries of your people, O God. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Amen. And may the themes of that prayer and so many others like it echo in our hearts and our minds as we think about the injustices of our world and the pain that is seen by so many. May we have ears to hear and eyes to see and prayers to uplift, whether that's times of silence or whether that's times of letting out a cry of our hearts, whether that's being present and being a witness to our world. And then finally, in this Lenten season, as we move from fasting to prayer to now action, I want to include a couple links in the notes of this podcast to where you can take action, where you can give money to help the victims of Ukraine and help provide resources for those that are on the front lines trying to care for the vulnerable and how you can show up in this time of need. Other forms of action are verifying news stories, vetting them, making sure your sources are reliable, and then passing on accurate news 
and sharing it so that the accuracy of what is happening is actually known. Finding ways to tell others the truth about what is happening. You can also take action by choosing to have peaceful, thoughtful conversations with those who either are ignorant or don't understand. Be careful with your hostilities with those who want to disagree with you, knowing that it is only through relationship and love and through kindness that hearts are truly transformed. And so may we be on the side of justice, may we be on the side of peace, may we be on the side of love, and may we hold space for those who are caught in the midst of such pain. May we trust Christ, the Christ of the cross and the Christ of the resurrection, now and forever. Amen. Thanks for joining me on Deconstructing the Bible. Keep praying.